Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Let's talk about how to shrink thyroid nodules naturally. Now, before I get into it, I want to make a disclaimer. Uh, This is not meant to replace your medical care. Check with your doctor before taking any of this advice. This information is just to give you more data. So when you do your evaluation of what to do, you have both sides. You have the medical side and you have the alternative side. Unfortunately, a lot of the alternative advice is buried on Google and it's very difficult to find. So that being said, let's first talk about how to do a self-thyroid examination. Now for this little exam, you're gonna need a mirror and a glass of water, okay? So the first thing you wanna do is identify where the thyroid is. So if I take my finger and come down my neck right here, this little bump right here, that's the Adam's apple. It's actually called the thyroid cartilage, even though the thyroid is not in that area, it's lower, okay? Now, if I take my finger and keep coming down a little bit more, I'll go right into a little indentation right here, okay? Now, from this point down through here, I'm going to be feeling these little rings of the trachea. They're little pieces of cartilage, and you can feel them as little bumps right here. Now, if we go downward, we're going to feel two little bumps, okay? That's two of the little rings. We're going to get to the thyroid. So if we go down two and just put your finger right there, and then also right through here at the bottom of where your collarbone joins, that's where the thyroid is. It's right here. And it's like a butterfly. You have these little wings with a little centerpiece set right in the center. Okay. So the thyroid is right through here. And if you put your fingers on it, okay, and you swallow, or you drink water and look into the mirror, it'll raise up a little bit as you drink water. What you're looking for when you're swallowing is you're looking for a little bump or a little lump or protrusion that sticks out. You're also feeling the symmetry between the left side and the right side, okay? If there's an enlargement on one side versus the other, that is abnormal. What you should feel is an equal amount on both sides. And you should not feel any lump, bump, or protrusion. If you do, you could have either a nodule or some type of an enlargement. Now, the first thing you need to know is that these nodules are very, very common extremely common in young adults, in children, and 50% of people over the age of 40 have them and they can come and go. And 95% of them are benign. So only a very small percent are cancer related. If you went to a doctor, they would probably do a blood test and an ultrasound test. And they would look at the thyroid hormones. They would also look at antibodies because 90% of hypothyroid conditions are Hashimoto's. That's an autoimmune condition where there's inflammation. And in the condition Hashimoto's thyroiditis, there's this little itis, which means inflammation. And so you're going to see more nodules in Hashimoto's. Now I've done a lot of videos on hypothyroid conditions and the symptoms and what to do. When we discuss Hashimoto's, we're really talking about an autoimmune condition more than a thyroid condition itself. And what triggers Hashimoto's is your 
immune system going out of whack more than anything else. That can come from severe stress or trauma where stress or shock, like for example, let's say you lost a loved one, can literally put your immune system into a state where you're susceptible to getting all sorts of problems, especially autoimmune. But let's go through the six things that can contribute to thyroid nodules. The first thing uh, that I would do is I would eliminate all dairy to see if your thyroid nodule disappears because dairy has a lot of different hormones and it can stimulate the growth of your thyroid. I mean, if you think about milk in general, milk is created to grow animals, okay? Like, like in calves, like in sheep, babies, humans, and animals. So milk has a lot of different growth hormones. And so if you're consuming milk, that can be a contributing factor. So just by avoiding dairy, you may find these nodules disappear. The second thing is gluten. Now, if you've been watching my channel, you're probably not consuming gluten. But for those of you that are new, Gluten is in grains, it's a protein in grains, and it is majorly associated with Hashimoto's. Without getting into the details, there's actually a similarity or a crossover uh, with the genetics of gluten and your thyroid. In other words, if you consume gluten, um, your body is going to identify that dietary gluten as an external invader, a pathogen, and start developing antibodies, and it can actually then cross over. And now you have antibodies to not just attack gluten, but your own thyroid. But at this point, I don't want to get into too many details on that. I'll put that link down in the description. But you may find that these nodules completely disappear just by avoiding gluten. Now, I'm going to recommend going on the ketogenic diet because there's some additional data that insulin resistance, okay, which occurs when you consume a lot of carbs, predisposes you to developing nodules on the thyroid gland. And the combination of both keto and intermittent fasting can greatly help you in reducing these nodules simply because of the anti-inflammatory effect. Now, as a side note, vitamin D is really beneficial for Hashimoto's, especially when you're taking about 30 or 40,000 international units of vitamin D but I have not found any type of causation between low vitamin D and thyroid nodules. But I will say, if you have autoimmune diseases, you're gonna be deficient in vitamin D. So vitamin D can help you. All right, number three, selenium deficiencies. Low selenium is associated with thyroid nodules. So that's definitely a mineral that I would recommend taking. You can get selenium in Brazil nuts. Just one Brazil nut can give you a whole day requirement of selenium. Selenium is also in fish like tuna, sardines, salmon, and other types of fish. Selenium is actually really good to counter mercury in the fish as well. Selenium is also in organ meats, as well as in meats in general, and eggs. Now, a lot of people think that you should take iodine if you have a nodule, and they may or may not be correct with that because if you take excessive amounts of iodine, you can actually create nodules. So iodine may help you if you have a deficiency, but if you're already taking a lot of sea kelp, for example, I wouldn't recommend taking more sea kelp or iodine because that could be causing it. So here's my viewpoint with iodine. If you're already taking a lot of sea kelp or iodine and you have these nodules, then you need to reduce that. If you haven't been taking sea kelp or iodine, I think a little bit of sea kelp 
might help you in reducing the size of the nodules. And the cool thing about sea kelp is it has selenium as well as iodine. And the next mineral I'm gonna talk about, which is zinc. A zinc deficiency can increase your susceptibility to getting these nodules. Now, where do you get zinc? Well, it's in red meat, it's in shellfish, in oysters, and it's in a lot of other foods as well. If you decide to take a supplement for selenium or zinc, I'll put the values down below of what I recommend. All right, number five, estrogen dominance. If you have too much estrogen, because the thyroid has receptors for estrogen, that can cause nodules. This is why women who are estrogen dominant many times will be more susceptible to getting these nodules, especially when they get pregnant or they're taking birth control pills or when they're taking some type of estrogen as in hormone replacement therapy. So if that's your situation, get with your doctor. Uh, maybe you could come up with some other form of birth control pill or some other natural hormone replacement therapy because estrogen does affect the thyroid very greatly. And there's also a lot of natural remedies to help lower estrogen. I will put that link down below too. All right, number six, there's an interesting study, which I'll include that talks about a combination of using turmeric, which is very anti-inflammatory, spirulina, as well as boswella. So a combination of these three things showed significant reduction in thyroid nodules. You can read the research down below, but I wanted to give you um, some strategies and some simple things that you can do using natural remedies. Now, if you have not seen my other thyroid videos, I put a good one up right here, check it out. Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I have my new keto course just came out, it's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.